2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile
1: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDIC. Welcome to The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai, Santa Fe. Available now. Book a test drive today. Imagine that. The new standard in steel cap boots is here. Rotaflex by Blunston.
2: to the summer, well, the run home. This is the run home proper with Joel and Fletch. No Joel and Fletch, though. It is the first of March, the first day of autumn Goodbye, summer. Uh, Good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Sydney, Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Listeners across the SEN airwaves, uh, 1170 a.m. in Sydney, 693 a.m. in Brisbane. And shout out to the Run Home podcast listeners on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, And uh, if you're listening on the SEN app from anywhere across the globe, uh, let us know where you're tuning in. Uh, This is the Run Home with thanks to top brand trade tool shop. Toolkit Depot. Become a toolkit depot, trade or club member and get instant savings at toolkitdepot.com.au. Uh, we've got a massive show coming up for you. Uh, we're going to be chatting later to uh, SEN and Channel 7 sports reporter, Jalissa Apps, who I believe is all the way over in Vegas. Uh, we're going to be chatting to Robbie Slater, the doyen of football in this country. Uh, we're even going to chat to the professor who's down in Melbourne for, uh, well, a big round of uh, Super Rugby Pacific. Um, and uh, we're going to uh, – hopefully we're going to cross the ditch uh, to get the lay of the land at stumps on – On day two of uh, this uh, first test between Australia and New Zealand, that you've probably been enjoying on the SEN Network. Now, you might have noticed, uh, this isn't the voice of Joel Kane. I'm not sugary enough for that. You've got Barney filling in with you today, and sitting across from me, this is our first time in combination. I'm very excited. Uh, big welcome to Justin Horro. Scope, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, good to be in here with you, Barney, uh, Gibbo, Maestro, the, re- the ring-ins, I'm calling us. It's good to be back here on on the run home, mate, and uh, we've got a jam-packed show. Plenty to talk about. Uh, footy's Literally around the corner, I've uh, got some, some great guests to talk about. So really looking forward to it, mate.
2: Mate, this is, uh, the, you, you're not wrong, we are the ring-ins. Because basically, usually I believe it's Brooksy and the tourist in here. Um, but today we've got Gibbo is producing. How are you, Gibbo?
0: I'm very well, thank you. It's really great to be off the bench. I uh, spent a lot of time on the bench in mm. any sport that I ever played. And it's good to, you know, it's good when you get a game. And it's Friday afternoon, so you know the pressure's really off. Because yeah. Friday afternoon, I know everyone's working from home usually or office drinks has started at about, I'd say, 12.30, 1 o'clock. So, <laughs> look, I'm playing free flow and footy, but it's great to be here, guys. And, look, if there was anyone I was going to ring in with you guys, it was you guys.
1: Love that.
2: Thank you, mate. And, it, look, I, I, I think we'll be playing some Eyes Up Radio Yeah, I like that. That's the way we go. Free-flowing. Now, on the buttons, uh, making all this happen uh, in the booth there, we've got Alex Maestro. How are you this afternoon, brother?
0: Very, very
3: well. I like that um, Gibbo has just told us that if he was going to ring in anyone with you guys,
1: it'd be you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've got a strong... Free-flowing, free-flowing start of the show. <laughs> yeah. It's going so well, isn't it? Mate, Enjoying it. good <laughs> early touches all around. <laughs>
0: yeah, look, hey, a bit rusty, guys, a bit rusty, but we'll work on it. New
1: combinations, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, built yeah. into it. So it's rough. just like round zero. It's probably not going to be pretty the style of that <laughs> we see on Sunday Mate. in the first game of the of the season, but we'll get there. Yeah, you know what? Just a couple
2: of good early carries for um, each of us, just, just straight up. Let's not try and pass the ball too much early, boys. <laughs> yeah, <Come on>. sorry, <laughs> no, I was trying to, throw. to Complete <laughs> our sets, get to <laughs> a kick. Yeah. Put yeah, it in it. the corners. <laughs> uh, now, if you're listening out there and you want to join in uh, the show, you can give us a call at any time, one 300 one 70 Or uh, if you want to drop us a message, 457 736 or reach out on social media at Joel Fletchson, that beautiful Norwegian man, uh, Joel Fletchson, uh, the run home. With Joel, Joel and Fletch is also available on YouTube, boys. How good's that? We... Um, I didn't realise that before I came mm. in dressed uh, half formally, half just in a T-shirt. So um, hopefully that's coming over well on uh, on the YouTube
0: flying, here. Flying. Yeah, it's flying at
1: the minute, isn't yeah. it? I've been watching it on YouTube uh, as well. I actually... Didn't get the heads up when we were doing some Moles content that went up there too, Gibbo.
0: Or was I, was I here or was I asleep?
1: You were, yeah, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet. What, um, what, what,
0: did you, what did you catch yourself watching up there? No, so,
1: no, I just felt myself probably rocking back a little bit. You know, when you think yeah, about radio, it wasn't <laughs> like us, like yeah. right now, mate, we're probably kicking the feet up a little bit more, but we've got this beautiful new studio now. Mm, yep. The cameras are flying. We've really leveled up yes. here at SEN, haven't we? So... Level up. Well, well, good plug for your
2: podcast. Do you, now, do you want to give your podcast? Because if people are and are unfamiliar with you on the airwaves, obviously you do a fair bit of work here at Sen. Yep. But uh, people want to hear you outside here. The Level Up Podcast.
1: Yeah, Levels Network. It is. Uh, we do a review and preview. So uh, me and my, me and my co-host Big Willie Mason. He's currently representing us over in Vegas at the moment. <laughs> uh, I, I'm back here. And this is where – there's no place I'd rather be, yeah. too, boys, than, than here with you guys compared to being over in Vegas. But, yeah, uh, we did a show with him this morning. Funny story, oh, yesterday morning. So um, I get a text from the boys, We, you know, we're going to do it over Zoom and, and do the preview. Two games, half an hour, nice and quick. And uh, they said, oh, can you wake up nice and early for a 6.30? I said, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I get up. I'm, I'm up at that time with the bub anyway. I actually got up before them for a 12 <laughs> p.m. start for those boys they had gone in to film, uh, uh, we were filming out of Culture Kings over there. Shout out to the, that brand out Culture Kings have been a, a shrink brand. They're doing well over in Vegas. Um, and I was actually waiting on the boys because it was 12 p.m. there, but they had been going all the way till 7 a.m. Jeez. in the morning. Oh, so geez. it's all happening over there, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get to more of that as the show goes on. Can I ask about the, the,
2: the HR department at the Levels Network? <laughs> when, when they it came across their desk that this whole thing was happening and they were like, you know what, we've got to send one of these blokes over to Vegas. Do we send the scope, responsible family man, or do we send Willie Mason?
1: Yeah, see, the problem with that, Barney, is HR is my missus. Ah. So uh, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it come down to, to the two, she sent the big fella. Um, but honestly, he's been doing a good job. He's been getting amongst it. He's been enjoying himself like the big fella does. He loves to drop the shoulders. I think he's at least got to three of the main nightclubs over there already. But he's also got, got out there. He got amongst it with the punters trying to figure out if they actually know the difference between NRL and NFL or rugby, and, rugby league and rugby union. Oh. And, uh, yeah, he's got some really good content for us. So it seems like it's it's one of those things. Where now that I'm not there, I'm definitely getting FOMO with it. Mm. Uh, I think leading up to it, I, I guess maybe a lot of rugby league fans and, and personalities were the same. Like, oh, yeah, Vegas is pretty cool. Probably didn't have expectations even six months ago. But now it's here, I'm like, ah. Wish I'd been there.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've never been to Vegas, and I feel like it is one of those bucket list places because it's got me written all over it. But (laughs) for people who haven't been to Vegas like me, guys, what's it like? Can I I live vicariously through some of your stories from yesteryear? Mate, Vegas, I... (sighs) I'm
2: trying to think. I, it's been a long time mm. since I've been to Vegas. But Vegas is – the thing that struck me most when I was there was just the ability to get a beer wherever you are, <laughs> walk out of one venue, down the road, into the next venue, holding the same beer. No one blinks an eye. It doesn't matter what time of day or night. It's just sort of it's, – it, it's timeless in a way that it means like there, it doesn't actually matter what time of day or night it is. There's drinks. There's food. There's whatever you want to get after. There's literally anything you want to want to do to get yourself in trouble, you can do in Vegas.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I guess if you've heard people talk about Vegas, everyone generally talks about the amount of time that you spend in Vegas. Yeah, and right. So I can attest to that. Five nights is way too much, and that's what we went for. We went Manly Seagulls are representing the NRL over there now. We had our Manly Seagulls um, off-season trip together. We were 13 deep. We had a good crew, but I made the mistake of one uh, when I was organising it because I was a part of the committee that you know got it going. <laughs> yes, five nights was way too long, uh, and I shouldn't have done two and a half weeks and made it the last five nights of the oh, trip. Oh yeah, so I was already doing it tough by the time I got to Vegas. Um, it's as you'd expect; it was just you know pretty full on. Uh, there's like a, a running joke uh, amongst the boys with me that I. They're calling me Pit, Pitbull, Mister Worldwide. <laughs> I uh, like it. Uh, at this uh, at this pool party that we went to, that we attended, apparently I well, I do I do vaguely remember dancing <laughs> on a um, uh, a beach table. On yep. I had the unbuttoned shirt. This is where Pitbull comes in. I back then I had shorter hair. Found these big aviators from somewhere. <laughs> don't know where they come yes. from. Which is very pit bullish. Yep. Yep. Mm. And uh, and I was just throwing I was just pointing the fingers uh, all afternoon. Uh, didn't move from that spot for a couple of hours. So I got I got tagged Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. So, I could say that. Some great so, times what, over there. Some what, great times.
2: Do we know what day into the five days?
1: Yeah, it was rough uh, it was roughly day three or four. Okay. The, yeah, roughly day. So the pictures just starting to break up. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think there was only a half a dozen of us who made it out of the thirteen and that's another thing like when you start having conversations about, all right, what's the plans after day two, it's you, you go in there with all this uh, uh, emotion. all right, yeah, we're going to, we're going to get after it. We're going to have a good time. We booked a night every single night after, after the second night, the boys were done. Yeah. So I recommend anyone who, who does go over there specifically on a boys trip that, Three nights is plenty.
0: It's always the risk of, say, just any sort of trip you go on, like a boys' trip, because first-night fever, Joel and Fletch called in yesterday afternoon. He said uh, a lot of the crew got first-night fever. And it happens on most boys' trips. You know, you blow out on the first night and then you mud for the rest of the weekend. So I think you need to, uh, you know, taper your week in Vegas, and I'm sure the boys are doing that, Scott.
1: Yeah, think- the, 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 I, I dare say the players, uh, yeah. I've seen a few of personalities on uh, Instagram and you, you can tell when, you know, when they get over there and all the stories are pumping and yep. there might be a few mm. posts and then it starts to go dark. Yeah. Social media yep. starts to go dark. That means that they're also in a dark place. <laughs> so do, you, do we think maybe that a training
2: camp for anyone thinking of a, t- a, of a trip to Vegas? Yeah. You know, maybe do, do a bit of pre because you wouldn't go into an NRL season without training first. Yeah, that's correct. So the Vegas
1: is, you know, the what's what's the location for a training camp for Vegas then, boys? Goldie. Oh, Panthers, <laughs> world of entertainment. <laughs> oh, the
0: biggest biggest single dwelling in the southern hemisphere, isn't That's that right? it. That's it. Gold and Coast. Open
2: jolly. open twenty four hours a day too, so you, could, is you it? could. Yeah, yeah. I had a mate who uh, who out of principle spent twenty four hours in Panthers once, just to just to see if he could, and uh, yeah. I love that. Never made it to Vegas, poor (laughs) bugger. But, uh, yeah, here we go. We've got text coming in. With Gibbo's record on the drink, in brackets, allergic to alcohol, he should be banned from Vegas. Do yourself a favour, mate. Like Joey John's self-imposed ban would be a good move. That's Paulie from Westwall's End.
0: Paulie, what have I ever done to you, Paulie? I feel
2: feel like Joey earned his self-imposed post yeah. so pan a oh, little more.
0: I think it's uh, blown out of proportion. This whole allergic to alcohol. Uh, you know, you have one, two bad games. Like you're not thrown out of first grade. You're still playing. You know, you just got to go back to reserve grade and try your best. And Paulie, let's let's not go too harsh. There's no RSA apparently in Vegas. So I'll be sweet.
1: Oh yeah, you're good to go. You're good, to go. That's go? yeah, that's that's your bread and butter <laughs> over yeah, there. Actually, six yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> just just take uh,
2: Cummins with you. He's And oh, no, six again. He's going again. He's going again. Now, one of the things that's going on uh, over there, too, and that's caught my ear. So, I don't know, Scope, one of the things uh, with Gibbo and I, I like to do when I'm on air is I always come in with one thing that caught my ear. It's my segment. Um, I thought of it as totally original. It's not a ripoff of anything else, right? <laughs> uh, but what caught my ear is uh, recently is there's all this chat. The NRL, amongst all the events that are going on over there, they're holding an, a combine, um, for American athletes who want to come down and try out for potentially a chance to come out and uh, do some training and potentially get a uh, get a go with a with an NRL side or an NRLW side, so they're doing. Um, they're basically there's there's two spots up for grab, I believe, uh, for men, two spots for the women, and um, so it's much like the NFL Combine where there's a series of, of tests you got to do. Now I had a look, I, I looked into it because I. One of the things I do want to expand our game. I think it's important that we we bre- find the world's best athletes, bring them to Australia. Um, so the physical testing looks all right. So I'll just get your thoughts on a few of these physical testing: three ki- three kilo medicine ball throw, standing broad jump, bench press, uh, twenty meter sprint, a one point two kilometer shuttle run. In brackets, bronco. I don't know what that means. Yep. Um, and uh, so are those are those the sort of things that might give you a good idea if someone's got the physical attributes first Yeah, off.
1: they're pretty generic, so the Bronco is a, a quite a common test that a lot of teams do when they uh, start preseason pretty much day one. So what you do is you come in, they want to check your fitness levels, how quickly you can do a 1.2k. I think uh in with the rugby league players, I think some of the Cowboys boys do low fours, so around the the 423 mark. Um there's real famous. Uh, it's a real famous All Blacks training method as well, and, and uh, Bowden Barrett is supposed to be the best at around four twelve. Oh, and then they do it again at the end of the preseason, and that's a pretty good indication of how, how much fitter you got. Or uh, for some of the boys, if they've come back out, out of shape, yeah, pretty good testing. I've I've got a few few more that I'd I'd like to chuck in. Uh, yeah, yeah, considering that it's you know if we're getting NFL players. Uh, wrestling on and off the field. Yeah, okay. yes, you've got to be good. adept. You've got to be adept at both, right? Because the game of NFL, it's very, very. Uh, uh, the contact is very sudden. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, shoulder. You know, the old the old shoulder barges. Basically, yep, yep. that players it's can it's short do it. sharp. It's short and sharp. They don't really wrestle and get into the ground. And, and then if we're watching footage of you know a couple of players from the Broncos yep. and drawing a few shandies <laughs> yeah. and then having a bit of a wrestle after, if you want to be a proper rugby league player, yep. then you've got to know how to wrestle your mates and not let it get into an altercation as well, which the boys did perfectly yeah. for the Brisbane Broncos. Scott,
2: you have hit on something that I have, I've identified as well that's wrong with this testing is... Sure, it tells us if they're good athletes, if they potentially can make it as an athlete in the NRL. But it doesn't tell us if they have an NRL mindset. Mm. There's a mindset that comes with rugby league that we don't want weirdos coming into our game. We got enough. We want our kind of weirdos, the homegrown weirdos, right? And so I was thinking, do we do for the combine some rugby league maybe it's, it can just be a verbal test just to test their do they assimilate with rugby league culture so like i've i've come up with a few little questions here and I'll, i might get actually scope you and gibbo to go head to head so you're obviously your cultural credentials are, are well in hand and gibbo yep. mate you're a passionate fan so let's see if you could have cut it fan. at the top level just cool. use your buzzers to um buzzers to buzz in this is just a quick just a quick uh, quiz and look i'm willing to Expand upon this quiz, like if the callers have got any uh, any ideas what they want to add to it. But I was thinking, so um, first simple question. This one everyone should know. Um, we've got a bit of audio. Just finish this sentence. And if you didn't know, you
3: don't know Brian Tor. This man has the stinkiest stinkiest
1: what? Mm. Oh, you want to go first on that one, Gibbo? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. stinkiest breath. Ooh. <laughs> um. Look, I know the the Americans are yeah very b- big on their hygiene as well. I'm going to go toes. Ooh, let's let's go to the tape. This man has the stinkiest ass I've ever been around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Americans are getting that no. one. believe it or not.
3: right we well, you, obviously
2: you'd show them a picture of Brian Toto and yeah. uh, and you know, and explain to them that look, this is a wedding speech. Um, this is how it's done in <laughs> rugby league.
0: Well, like, I mean, no one's prepared for that. Like, when you know you become an NRL player, you have to live stream your wedding and yep. your best friend, who is also your best man, after having maybe a few sherbets and you know celebrating the win of another grand final, you have to get up and do a speech. Now, mm. I don't know if this NFL combine is going to find that. No, like, you need to be able to speak in public, right? Barney, yeah. boys, e-
2: exactly, exactly. Like, like. How do you finish your speech? Glory to who? Yeah, My um. Glory to God, word up. Yeah. <laughs> you apologise for cussing. <laughs> yeah. Glory to God, word up. That's, that's a wedding speech. All right, here's just a few other little quick uh, quick uh, quiz questions. Um, okay, this one. A, a Gus Gould five-year plan goes for how long? Is it A, 10 years, <laughs> B, 15 years, or C, indefinitely?
1: I reckon it might be B. <laughs> I, I'll, judging by the amount of utilities the Bulldogs have signed this year, I'm going to say C indefinitely. That's correct. <laughs> See, that's, this is the sort of stuff we need people knowing. I don't want them just going like, "Oh, mate,
2: well, who's a Gus Gould? Like, get out of it. We don't. You know, you've got no place in the NRL if you don't know this stuff." Do you stuff.
1: think the uh, just staying on Gus too, while we're at Gus, do you think the Americans would love the origin buildup? That Gus has before oh, a game. Yeah. They're yes. really big on their emotion and building up a Super Bowl. They have their halftime entertainment that's huge in the in the Super Bowl. But we've got Gus pregame of an origin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. so do you think they're ready for that before the game? I, I, I don't think so. But who who Ooh. is doing it
0: this time round? Because I don't think Gus is over in Vegas. Because I know Matty Navel's been doing a fair bit of adverts of Fox League. Do we know who's going to be doing the pregame? Maybe up- they've got Bruce Buffer. Oh, oh how good would that be? Playing a bit of
1: coin.
2: Let's get ready. To, I can't say the end of it, otherwise we're got to pay him. But um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, oh. it's going to be a fantastic spectacle, though. But the NFL Combine. What else are we missing, though, Barney?
2: Mate, I'm thinking. Okay, what? Here's just a simple question. What does it mean
1: if a coach has the full support of the board? Oh, easy one. Oh, they're uh, they're not they're not the Tigers. They're not the West Tigers. <laughs> well, they could be. Uh. They're going to be
0: sacked straight away. That's Ooh. correct. <laughs> Full Why support not?
2: of the board. <laughs> See, an American's going to hear that and go, "Well, that's that's a good sign." It's like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? You don't know rugby league. This is a different culture.
0: It's just too hard. I think I, I don't know if there's much correlation in terms of the rugby league isms,
1: mm. mm, like.
0: Do they speak like that, Scopey, I mean, you're probably the the best person to answer this.
1: Yeah, look, it's a different culture, isn't it? There yeah. are, you know, when you uh, present yourselves as the the world champions, yeah. When when a game is played with only teams from your country and Canada, then that sort of sums up, yeah, know, where we're at, where we are, <laughs> and the differences that the the working class. Uh, fans and community have here in the game of rugby league compared to the NFL. That's Matt. uh, Look,
2: I just think that we need to, if we're going to recruit the world's greatest athletes, we need to recruit the world's greatest uh, personalities as well. Um, And it it can be simple. I'm thinking final question before we go to the break. What is a salary cap? If they know they've got a bunch of clubs they can choose from, if they don't know straight to the roosters, (laughs) Uh, you're on the run home. We're back real soon. Yes, this is the run home with thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Uh you've got Barney and Justin Horro the Scope with you for your Friday afternoon. We're having a great time. Uh we've also got Gibbo and Maestro in here with us. Uh now, boys, the uh well, the cricket is on. Now, Scope, I know you're a proud Kiwi mate, and you're uh you're a cricket fan.
1: Um, do you want to just give us a score update? Yeah, so currently uh, New Zealand uh, in a great fight back, uh, 159 for seven. We've got a a bit of a partnership happening for the first time in uh, in this first innings. But yeah, a poor start obviously from the uh, from the Kiwis. Australia put up uh, a really good first innings total. Cam Green was outstanding, but there's a little bit of controversy at the end too, Barney. With uh, did they Cam Green? Uh, yeah, so
2: this was this was earlier this morning. This was right at the start of play when I, I think it's fair to say New Zealand's hopes were up. Um, they had uh, the – well, it was Cam Green, Josh Hazelwood. Um, obviously, Cam Green's trying to farm the strike. And uh, they took off for a run thinking they were going to get two. Then they've realised they weren't going to get two runs. So he's, he's called him back. But what had happened is they'd crossed. Um, in the uh, across in the process of it, so um, they've basically almost run a full run, then realized they they're not going to get for two, so they've gone back to their original ends. And there was some controversy: is um, technically under the laws of cricket, um, a deliberate short run uh, should impose a five-run penalty on the uh, on on the batting side. Now, and it's still probably. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's Not gonna still make too much. still means so, they're 219 behind with three wickets in hand. Yes, but yes, yes,
1: yes. But five they, runs is five runs. Who knows? A lot, a lot can happen in five days of cricket, boys. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we've seen uh, great comebacks in, in New Zealand versus Australian matches in the past. Those those five runs could be crucial. Do you think there'll be some more noise of it uh, by the time they finish mm. stumps on day two? I, d- I don't think so, unfortunately, Scott. I'd love to say, look, the extra
0: five runs might come in handy, but, you know, when you get lapped by an innings and a couple hundred, it's hey, not going to matter too not much. Mate, not yet, mate. It, did you mate. see prior to the series, scope Devin Conway, who was he's been in a bit of rough form, but he's, he's a jet. He, he sort of got an injury to his hand in the T20, so he was out. So the excuses, we can already start coming up with our excuses, scope, because it looks like this test is um, not going so well, but... Boys, just how good is Cameron Green looking? But yeah. uh,
2: justified his move to four with yep. that innings. like he and, and he he did need to justify it. They they've moved um, you know, Australia's best batter historically yep. up to opener. To fit him in the side. So, you know, when that happens, you do have to, uh, you've got to perform. And that's exactly what he did. 174. And what was impressive was the way he went about it. Yesterday, he batted um, most of the day. It was tough conditions. And uh, he sort of grounded out. And then um, if you saw uh, much of his innings today, he really, he got after it. Like he, he accelerated through his innings. Um, in, in a way that you'd sort of it, – it's what you'd want to see from your your number four.
0: And it looked – even what was good about it is Josh Hazelwood batted quite well. He was playing oh. some nice shots, and he, he sort of really hung in there initially to get, you know, to get green through to 100. And as as we're talking here, yeah, Scope, I, I think we, one. Is that yeah, a we commentator's can, curse? Yeah, there's, we just lost another one.
2: There's been another wicket. Uh, Phillips has just uh, – well, he's hold out to Josh Hazelwood. Uh, he's fallen for the short ball. Glenn Phillips, he's uh, tried to hook one that he had no business hooking, got caught at uh, Deep Fine League.
0: The question, I suppose, here, guys so New Zealand are 20, 222 runs behind. If Australia end up bowling out this tail with two wickets to spare, are they going to send New Zealand back in? Do you, you think, think
1: so? <laughs> yeah, you think so. They've
2: bowled uh,
0: 40 overs.
2: 40 overs is not long left in the
1: day. It's probably worth a shout. They'd be know. relatively f- fresh, wouldn't they? And, mm. and then so. the Australian bowling attack looks to be well and truly on top. And it's, it's the strength of the team. And if you can get him out, um,
2: like, before stumps tonight, then, yeah, definitely you've got a whole night's rest for your bowlers. They've only bowled half a day, 40 overs. Not too bad. I mean, it, Matt Henry, he's been the star for the Kiwis. He's still at the crease. He's on 27 off 25. Don't sleep on Tim Siothi
1: as well with an average
2: Ooh, of 16. Oh, <laughs> here we go. All right, we're off to a break. You're on the run home. We're back real soon.
1: Make it look easy with Sportsbet.
2: That's right. It is time uh for a sports bet market update with our man, Sean Omerod. How are you, Sean? Good afternoon, boys. It's really a who's who in the studio today.
0: Uh good afternoon, lads. Going mate, well. What's the latest?
2: More of more of a who's that in the studio today well, He's um,
0: original. Shawnee, <laughs> he's ridden the highs and lows. He's he's been here from the start. So Shawnee oh, I give mean up. early, more yeah, mate. Kevin, yeah. you
3: found the microphone the same. <laughs> really chomping.
0: Yeah, no, nah, look, you know, I'm just trying to do my best here. I think everyone's gone home, so sneak into that's the studio. That's all we can do, mate. Before... That's, all, that's all we want from Shawnee, you do your best. And now, your best mate, enough. mate, two games of footy mm. this weekend. What are the punters yes. liking? I know there's been a bit of movement for Manly this week.
3: Mm. Well, there's been a bit of movement uh, within myself just because I'm so excited about this <laughs> Vegas uh, <Yes>. header hump. <laughs> On Sunday, uh, Manly have been the, the mover in terms of the betting market. So they've been $2.10 into $1.98 now. So we're almost tossed the coin. Them, the Bunnies, the Bunnies, $1.86. The second game, a bit more of a gap between them. The Chooks still outside us, $2.40. The Brisbane Broncos, $1.57. But the Tolls is a big talking point now. The first game is up at 42.5. That's actually ticked up from 41. Um, and the Chooks-Broncos game, pretty steady at 39.5. But I think, I've seen some vision of that pitch getting uh, rolled into Allegiant Stadium from outside as it does. I think we, I think there's a bit more change involved in that five metres that they're telling us about because it looks very, very narrow. The in goals are absolutely tiny. So I don't think we're going to see many uh, tries off kicks. And I think what it might mean, which might help the total stay nice and low as well, is the fullbacks potentially uh, just defending up in the line and maybe trying to encourage... Um, the halves, if they're brave enough to put a little kick in, because with that, I think the the end goals are only about five or six metres. So we might just see a few seven tackle sets, obviously a huge, um, a huge, or can be a huge turning point in the game. So don't think we're going to see many kicks. And that just makes me even love the unders, even more particularly in the second game, knowing that the Broncos are very good defenders. And the Chilks, well, they can't really score or couldn't score last year anyway. So... Pretty keen on the under 39 to half, lads.
0: So do the traders uh, change the anytime try score in markets like, to reflect that, Shawnee? So if you're saying there's not going to be many grubbers, mm. you'd be thinking, "What well, is that taking out centres and second rowers?
3: Yeah, so there has been a, a few little changes. Um, and, well, these teams... I mean, the first game, Manly and South—it's a really tough one to read because you look at that game on paper and you think, you know, the bunnies like to really shift it left. Turbo in that Manly side with uh, the likes of Kohler and Saab—they've got speed everywhere. But with uh, the narrow pitch, it's hard to see them really shifting the ball around. Um, but the, I, I think the biggest impact is just the the titles itself—not so much that you know the tries coming from kicks or how they're actually going to score, but. That second game, I love a same-game multi with a, with a handful of try scorers in it. It doesn't look made up for that. So maybe just stick to to a couple of legs in your same-game multis. That would be my advice, in, certainly in the second game.
2: Well, mate, we know you've got our best interests at heart too, which is the main thing.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Did that sound sincere? i Since been practicing that all now, Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, yeah. I think it came across all right. Mate,
2: he's the yeah. guy that cares at sports. Bit That's the main thing. <laughs> mate, uh, now, look. Look, Vegas isn't the only city hosting a, uh, a carnival of sport this weekend. Uh, of course, uh, down south of the Murray, down in Melbourne, yeah, they've got the uh, Super right. Rugby Pacific. Uh, well, it's every game down there mm. in Melbourne. I mean, I've, I'm, I can only imagine Melbourne's gone
3: rugby mad. For the uh, oh, I can't. Yeah, it, it's hard to believe what the scenes would be like down there. Is the official crowd just going to be the professor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I know hey, he's got hey. a couple of sidekicks with him. Oh, well, yes, give it mate. What, what have I said? Let's
0: not. Let's not go there. <laughs> All right? right. Super rugby is a brilliant competition that is thriving. Uh we've heard during yeah. the week that the Brumbies are still going to be around next year. We're not sure what the, what's going to happen with the Rebels, who are hosting it. <laughs> yes. But, Shawnee, mm. Mark Nwanga Nitawasi, who's going to be off to the Roosters next year, mm. he has been cleared to play this weekend. They take on the might of the Canterbury Crusaders. What price can yeah. you give me there, Shawnee?
3: Well, they're going to need uh, all of his pair was and some. They're $9.50, the Waratahs, to beat the, uh, the Crusaders. <laughs> that one, a measly $1.05 if he troubles there. It's actually for the traditional rugby sides. uh of the Australian persuasion. I'm not going to count the rebels and the Western force and that they're playing off against each other, but Waratahs, big outsiders, (laughs) the Brumbies, the Brumbies, they're big outsiders as well against the chiefs, $3.85, not as big as Waratahs and the reds, they got the hurricanes um, and the reds are $3.60. So for a, for a weekend, that's supposed to be really probably celebrating uh, Australian rugby. I'm not sure they've done themselves any favors by putting them up against, you know, three of the powerhouses um, of the Kiwi variety as well. So good luck. To everyone involved down there, and um, bad weekend to be a pair of R.O. Williams down in Mexico. No. The They'll be uh, out and about, mate. There'll be a lot of
2: shirts tucked into sensible slacks. Uh, oh but,
3: yeah.
2: Hey, do you think maybe that like because I think that is there is there an element of okay if we put them against the Kiwi teams at least we might get some Kiwi people in town turn up. Yep. Um, mm. What have you got odds on what the crowd number is going to look like <laughs> <laughs> at the, the
3: Rebels Force game because. No, I could tell you what I think. We don't have a market on it, but I could tell you what I think, but I
0: might get in trouble from Gibbo. So I'll just leave the rugby yeah. bashing maybe
3: till next weekend. How does that sound?
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty good, Shawnee. But, um, mm. I mean, I guess why they probably put the New Zealand teams up against the Australian teams, it's a bit like the UFC, you know. Like, what, what do we watch the UFC for? We want to see knockouts. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, the line, the line would be, what, minimum 20 points on most of those games. So we'll mm. see some tries. We'll see some attacking flair. Yeah. Look, the Super Rugby round. I cannot wait for you guys to speak to the Professor James Rochford and really talk up what a great sport rugby union is.
2: Yeah, no. I, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a fan. I just, uh, yeah, I'd forgotten the force were a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do you, Gibbo with
3: with spin with spin like that, you could get a job at Rugby Australia. Mm. That was uh, that was outstanding. Hey, but quickly, just get, just getting back to a real sport, rugby league. We're obviously over there in Vegas, and we've got a few specials. Uh, oh. up and bedding boys in a in, in sort of sorry, theme sorry I thought you said of... we had a few specials over there I said yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen the social media <laughs> Now I've heard Fletcher's found a few of those already. Um so we've got a, a bit of a casino theme. So we've got a pocket aces market. This is either of the matches where both number one score a try, $4.25. You see what they've done there the boys. That's Blackjack nice. as well. Uh both jerseys 10 and 11 to give you 21. You can get $13 about that to happen. Um what about this one at big odds? This is my favorite. The royal flush. So we need jersey numbers 10, 11, 12, 13 and the 1. From one team to all score a try in one of the games, you're getting a whopping 251 about that. Nice big casino odds for your weekend.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. Now, uh, as, we're, as we're watching uh, New Zealand staging, well, Matt Henry's staging a bit of a fight back in the cricket. Um, how how mm. is the uh, market looking for the cricket, mate? I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> you can get some pretty good odds on New Zealand at this point.
3: Yeah, let's call it let's call it lopsided, is would be one way of putting it. The Aussies are, we're a currently, nine for one sixty-four. And I noticed he did say we Gibbo, so well done. You haven't jumped off the Kiwi bandwagon just yet. No. Uh the Kiwi's twenty-three dollars if you can see a big comeback. Uh, that's up and available for the taking.
0: Yeah, now, Shawnee, can we just get a a little multi there? Can I go the Kiwis to win this test match into the Waratahs to win? How much is that Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then I I can go to Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're getting about 200 to 1, give or take, for your troubles there, Gibbo. So if that wins me, I might join you over there next week. How does that sound? Yeah, I reckon me and you in Vegas, Shawnee. The world's not ready for Mm. it. That is fantastic. As we've seen, Matt Henry. Matt Henry's really getting after it.
2: He's just uh, consecutive sixes off Josh Hazelwood here. Um, Mate, uh, Shawnee, what's on for the weekend, brother? Where are you going to be watching the game?
3: Uh, So the wife is out with a big uh, girlfriend's lunch on Sunday, conveniently uh, scheduled in for for Vegas Sunday. So I'll be quite happily at home on the couch, back to back. Fridge is full. Uh, I've already ordered the Dominoes. That's going to arrive about halfway through the second game uh, for a late lunch. So it's all happening.
2: Mate, right. no-one says you don't know how to live. Uh, all right, Sean, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Enjoy the weekend, mate. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks.
3: thanks, boys. Chat soon.
1: Make it look easy with Sportsbet.
3: Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
2: Yes, this is the run home, usually with Joel and Fletch, but you've got Barney and The Scope with you for this afternoon. Uh, Gibbo and Maestro helping us out. And, uh, look, as uh, we went to that break, well, the cricket, uh, it's all over for uh, the first innings for New Zealand uh, with Matt Henry holding out to, uh, well, Cow Corner, essentially. Um, so that leaves them uh, all out for 179, 204 behind the Australians. Now, boys, we were discussing this quickly, briefly in the break. Do, if you're the Australians, do you enforce the follow-on here?
1: Yeah, I think you do. I think that's got to be the play here, Gibbo. There was a bit of a wag from the tail there uh, mm-hmm. with Henry, but um, no good gets caught. Minus Labashan. Uh nice, nice delivery from Nathan Lyon. All of them were sitting out on the boundary, protecting that fo- that five-run follow-on. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it looks like you'd, you'd think they'd send them back in, boys. Yeah, I look. they've only
2: bowled, what was that, 40.4 overs. So your bowlers are fresh. They've had the morning off. They really haven't bowled uh, a long stint today. Uh, Hasn't taken them a long time to get through those 40 overs. So you've got to think they're reasonably fresh. And even if they do get them for another few overs this afternoon.
1: Do you think they'll – how many more do you think they'll roll out? Another five after and then stumps? Or how many Uh, overs do you reckon they get through after this?
0: Yesterday, day's play finished at about – I think it was 4.30 our time. So you'd think they'd be – yeah, maybe like 10, 12 overs. That's, you know, 2-3 each. Star Hazelwood, Cummins. That, I, but Cummins has a reluctancy to put the other team in. I just think there's another test match starting. The second test will be on Thursday, or Friday next week. So maybe they might try and rest a few bowlers. But to be honest, the New Zealand top order looks frail. They mm. looked kind of frail in the South African series, which was a side. Besides Williamson, who scored a couple of hundreds, and Ravinja, who got a double hundred. So, Luke... I think Pat Cummins, time to put him in, get a few wickets and go party for Vegas on Sunday.
1: Those are the two, aren't they? Obviously, Kane Williamson uh, yep. with the run out. So he didn't really get, get his eye in at all. Uh, Ravindra. Ravindra he, yeah. You know, those are the two you've got to worry about. So, you know, does he does he send them back in? There's watching highlights oh. now of, uh, of Kane getting done. Um, Yeah, do you send him back in and risk maybe them two getting in a bit of form and, and finding some form Because There was a bit of a... You know, the tail did wag a little bit there at the end as well for the Kiwi, so.
0: Yeah, look, there was a couple of good signs, but I think New Zealand top order runs is at a premium. Tom Latham, who's been captain of the side, who's got a great domestic record. He, you know, he hasn't scored 100 for a while. Will Young's been in and out of the team, who's the other opener. I think after running Kane Williamson out, the best batter of all time in New Zealand, Mm. you have to score big, you know, pressures on you, and. Look, Daryl Mitchell, who who comes in after Ravindra, he's a big hitting player, a bit of a Mitch Marsh type player. I think they both were uh, spend a lot of time in Perth, so they're big hitters. Not sure what that means for anything, that they both spend time <laughs> in Perth, but maybe they hit big shots, I don't know. But look, I I just think New Zealand, are uh, they're on the decline, unfortunately, boys. I think the era is over.
2: Yeah, well, I don't think you're wrong. We'll find out if uh, Australia <laughs> do enforce the follow-on real soon. You're on the run home. We're back shortly.